Marriage on a Tightrope supports couples in strengthening their mixed-faith marriage. Visit tightropemarriage.org to make a recurring donation and learn more about the mixed-faith community. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Marriage on a Tightrope. I'm Alan. And I'm Katie. And we're still married. It is a few days post-surgery and... I'm sitting awkwardly in our computer chair, ready to go back to bed. We just wanted to record this and get it out. We were trying to get it out on Sunday uh, for reasons that you will understand here shortly. But before we get into the topic of this podcast, we have a new kind of, I don't know if you call it a theme song, but a song we liked enough to play for a few episodes at the beginning and end of the of the episodes. So my sister shared that Ben Platt had come out with an album. And we love Ben Platt because we are obsessed with Dear Evan Hansen. Mm-hmm. We just saw it in Boston and we really, really like him. And she play she shared the song and Alan and I like loved it. Like it just speaks to where we're at right now. So with that being said, we are going to play that song at the end of the program. The entire song. The so entire you can hear song. It. And then for the next few weeks, we'll use it as our bumper. Yeah, we'll see how long, it, how long it lasts. Yeah, we'll see how long it lasts. It's a really good song. It's a really good song. And especially for those of you who are like where we are, where now we're trying to find our new norm. And yeah. the whole song talks about like ebbing and flowing and. Let's grow up together, and yeah. it is just excellent. The key line that is is the pre-chorus and chorus: "That tell me you don't want to leave. If it's if change is what you need, you can change right next to me." Oh, it's so good. I won't sing it because he sings it a lot better than we can. Yeah. <laughs> but now to the topic of this episode. Um, three or four weeks ago, I had an idea. Of course, in the middle of our quote unquote break while we were in Georgia, I had an idea of what if I go back to church for a little bit and it kind of spawned from a lot of emails and texts and messages that we get from listeners. One of the common themes that we see is it's difficult for the non-believing spouse to articulate well why it's so difficult to go back to church, to go to church as a non-believer. And oftentimes it's difficult for the believer to a really understand and feel empathy towards the non-believing spouse and why it's difficult. But also there's another perspective that Katie wants to talk about real briefly. Yeah. So (laughs) when Alan told me that he was going to do this, we kind of got in a little fight about it because I tried to talk him out of it and to go, I tried to talk you out of going. You did. Uh, you almost succeeded. You know, <laughs> yeah, I, here's the thing. Like, I know it's an unhealthy place for him. I know that he comes home grumpy from church. I know that some of the stuff that is said or comments he makes and people that talk back to him during those comments, it's just not healthy for, like, mentally healthy for him to be there. And so I tried to talk him out of it because I felt like it would maybe do damage. It would cause us to have a really hard day. And so, yeah, I tried to talk you out of it. And and it's hard for him to come. Um, it's hard for him to come, but it's also hard for me sometimes to sit there and listen to the messages and, and think, 
okay, what is he say? Like thinking, how is he processing this? I I just don't know if it's gonna be anger or what. And so I tried to talk him out of it, and then we talked about it, and I talked him back into it. Oddly enough, yeah, that was a little bit of a switcheroo, yeah, wasn't it? It was a switcheroo, but. <laughs> Hopefully it's helpful. We're doing it a little bit differently. So we talked to the kids before church and just told them, hey, really notice what you like, what you don't like. Let's talk about it after church and let's do it in a family setting. And unbeknownst to me, Alan was recording the whole time. And so that's what we're going to release today is we're going to release the recording of the kids and us just having a family discussion about how church went and being pretty open. And Alan was very honest with his feelings about why it was positive and why it was negative for him. So, yeah, you know, I, I don't want the, the purpose of the podcast remains what it is. And so this little, I don't want to call it an experiment because I really am interested to see what it's like to go back and how long I last. And, um, I don't know, like I, it's for me, it's an open book. I don't have, I, at first I talked about maybe four weeks straight, but maybe it's longer, maybe it's short. I don't know. We'll just, we'll see how it goes the, you'll, you'll hear in the, in the audio here, um, that Katie just explained that it, it wasn't, it wasn't terrible. The experience this first week wasn't awful and it was fast Sunday. <laughs> it was a pretty mild testimony meeting, right? It was pretty mild. I, I don't even know how to judge that. Like, what what does mild mean exactly? I don't I don't know how to quantify that. Sure, and there wasn't a lot of focus on truth claim stuff that would make someone in my position feel uncomfortable. That's fair. Yeah, so it was it was mild. People sharing stories, and and that was fine. And but the balance is interesting because we we don't want to make our ward feel like it's a experiment zone. That it's a petri dish. Um, we certainly don't want to call out individuals because there's really no one. Even the the individuals that I've had a few run-ins with, there's really no one there that I'm upset with at all. Like they're all great. They're all great people. We just share different perspectives now, and that can be difficult when you put us in the same room and expect there to be nice comments. And sometimes comments can be difficult on both sides. But before we get to the audio, I do want to share that we have Lindsay and Matt Kerr are doing the same exact thing and are recording their experiences as well. If you remember Matt and Lindsay, they uh, recorded an audio, or excuse me, recorded an interview with us um, a number of months ago. And when I announced on Facebook that I was going to be doing this, Lindsay reached out to me and said, hey, what if we do the same thing? And then the listeners will be able to have the, the perspective from both a wife who is non-believing, and you, Alan, a husband who's non-believing. And we love that idea. So for the next few weeks, uh, we're going to have both Matt and Lindsay record their experience at church, and Katie and I will record our experience at church. Sometimes it will just be me and Katie. Sometimes we'll have the kids join us as well, because that's been very valuable. And that's great. I think that we'll just see how how long this lasts and how useful it is. Um I didn't say anything this first week, either in testimony meeting or in Sunday school. Testimony meeting would have been dramatic, but I didn't raise my hand and say anything in either class. I just thought it would be best if I just sat there and didn't come back. Hey, it's been eight months. I'm ready to talk again. (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, I, so I think it's our situation's a little bit different too, because I'm in primary. Right. So I am not there for the second hour. I'm only there for sacrament meeting. So for those of you who both are sitting through uh, Sunday school together, um, this, maybe Matt and Lindsay will speak a little bit more to you. Since I don't sit through either Relief Society or Sunday school. Right. That's very true. That's so different. I just wanted to call that out. Yep. Different situation. And then after church, before we get to the audio, I've said that eight times. After church, we had uh, a neighbor friend who had offered a few days earlier to give me a blessing um, for my knee surgery before I had it. And I said, yes. Katie, do you want to? Talk about that real briefly. <laughs> oh, guys. Um, and he was super cool. It was, it was not... He's, he's been one of the guys that has been talking to me about some of this stuff. When I came out on Facebook, he knocked on my door an hour later, and I had no idea, and let's talk about this. And he's just been great. And so yeah. it wasn't a presumptuous... No. He's like, hey, if you're uncomfortable, that's fine. I just want to offer it. It was super nice. I don't know if we really want to get into it, so I'll be quick, but I, the last day we were in Georgia, I literally had like a meltdown. Yeah. And when I say a meltdown, I mean that like I cried the whole day thinking about coming home and part of it was just knowing all the things that needed to get done when I got back, feeling overwhelmed. Um, you know, we are still in, well, we're mostly out of boxes now. Thanks to, thanks to you. Thank, well, (laughs) I didn't mean to say thanks to me, but sure. (laughs) Sure. You'll take the thanks to me. So we're mostly out of boxes now, but I knew that there was just a lot going on coming back. And then also Alan had surgery and, and I was feeling really nervous about Alan's surgery, like really nervous about it. And I know that it's, it's just, I mean, arthroscopic. I mean, I could have had more problems having babies than you, you did. You did have more problems having babies. I did. But, but I just, it just makes me nervous because, again, here's another, like, small hurdle that we have to overcome. You know, normally in this situation, I would say, hey, why don't you get a blessing? Or, you know, why don't we say a prayer? Why don't we do something before you go into surgery? And it was like, I was just sort of mourning the fact that that wasn't going to happen and I didn't know what would happen and I just was nervous and, you know, it, it just takes me to like dark, a dark place thinking like, what if he died and, you know, what would I do with a funeral and, and it's not something we had ever talked about. Neither of us have had, have had any major health concern with ourselves or the kids, um, since Alan's transition and maybe we need to get into this in a different episode because I know sure. that probably there are a lot of you who've had to deal with that during a faith transition and how do you deal with that? So anyway, I was a total mess and Alan told me that we could pray, we could do whatever I felt comfortable with when we, um, when he went to have a surgery, we could say a prayer together or whatever. Well, then this neighbor comes over, he's just, his daughter was here and we were just chatting and he said, Hey, would you like a blessing? And we had already talked, Alan and I had already talked about this. Anyone talk about that? Yeah. I mean, I just told him, 
I said, yeah, that'd be great. And he's like, I, oh, oh, I wasn't expecting you to say yes. And, <laughs> and I said, no, that, that sounds great. And, and so we set up a time for him to come over and he, when he left, Katie, Katie came over to me and started crying and gave me a hug. And what did you say? Did I say like, I felt like that was an olive branch? Yeah. 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 Um, I felt like I was in a, I was in a place where that wasn't uncomfortable for me and I knew what it meant to Katie. And so I said, yes. You also said, don't bring oil. (laughs) I did say, don't bring oil. I don't know why, but for whatever reason, I don't even know if oil would be technically warranted in that situation, but I just didn't. It was like, like... it was more of a comfort blessing. Yeah. And, um, so they came in and did it and they spent, you know, a half hour just talking to us. We just shooting the breeze and, and it was, it was there really great. Yeah. It was awesome. It was good. All right. Well, we'll get to the audio of our family having a conversation about how church was for everyone. There's some fun moments. There's some um, real moments, and we hope everybody can enjoy it. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can on marriageandatightrope at gmail.com. Also on face, or excuse me, on Instagram by the same name, Marriage on a Tightrope. You can join the Facebook group, Marriage on a Tightrope Podcast. We'd love to see you there as well. And if you are uh, listening to this and have been listening to this and you find value in it, we would greatly appreciate your support. And you can make a donation at marriageonatightrope.org. About halfway down the page, there's a donate button. And everything that is donated goes right back into the podcast for uh, meeting with couples. And we're about to endeavor in a couple of months on a a setting up local support groups and uh, connecting couples um, across the world. And that's what the, what the donations go towards. Thanks so much and enjoy. Hope you like the song. Just say, hey, if you listen to us on like two times or one and a half times speed, slow it down. Slow it down. Because the, yeah. the song is so good. <laughs> All right. We're going to talk about what we church today. Church. Yeah, what we thought. What would you think? I thought church was amazing and I have nothing else to say. <laughs> Why did you think church was amazing? What did you like? Because I just like it. Cause yeah. What are the things you liked doing today? I liked um, seeing my friends I haven't seen in a long time. Um, and I also liked um, making my papa alpine. Goodbye. Okay. Thank you for sharing, Zara. Okay, Zachy, what did you think of church? I almost took this. Zach? What's that, Zach? I didn't like it. You didn't like it? Why? Why not? Because there was little kids in my class when they weren't supposed to be in my class. There were little kids in your class when there wasn't supposed to be? Yeah. Why don't you like little kids in your class? Shh. Yim was in it, and I wanted to get the hacky sack. And and he was like, no. Mm. So that's why I typed it when we were saying the prayer. You you took the hacky sack that's during the prayer. Yeah. And he was trying to touch the big bag, and he's like, Pup. and then Zach told. Oh. Which is yeah. Okay. So what else? Anything else you want to say, Zach? No. 
No? Okay. All right. All right, Hayden, you're next. You didn't like it. It was boring, okay? Why? Because, like, in the class, my teachers weren't even there, so I had to go to another class, and we just learned the, the same thing, and then the class became our class. Yeah. So what did, what did you learn about? We learned about the guy that was bad, and he turned good. Paul? So uh, what did you say? Okay. Was there anything you did like? Nothing. Do you like writing your ripstick? That's my favorite part, is just writing your ripstick. Okay. You didn't like, like singing time when they were putting on like, costumes on the teachers? You didn't like singing time. And you didn't like seeing your friends? I always could sing friends. Okay. I hope we didn't set, up, set this up by going there and only looking for bad things. Because that wasn't the point of the exercise, was to go and look for bad things. So if there's anything good, we want to talk about that, too. Uh, I don't know. Nothing else to talk about? No. Okay. That's fine. Hayden, thank you for sharing. Jackson? What? Oh, okay. So I kind of liked it, but kind of didn't at the same time, because the first, like, you... 10 like minutes of class, we could just do whatever we wanted. Okay. And then the stuff that we learned about later just wasn't that, it wasn't that interesting, but I was like paying attention and stuff. What did you learn about? We were in Job. Job? Yeah. You talked about Job today? Yeah. And what, what about Job? I don't know. Well, we didn't, no, we didn't really talk about, no, we didn't talk about Job. We just read random scriptures. Read scriptures and what were the scriptures? Just Job was one of them. Oh, Job was one of the scriptures we read. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what it all added up to. We just read it random scriptures. Can I see what Which is, I guess, that So, what did you like? The, at the beginning, we could just do whatever we wanted. At the end, we got out early. Mm, okay. And I got to talk to my friends and stuff. Really nice. Sorry, did you have something else to say? Yes. Um, we talked about. Mm -hmm. And how he went to the king. He went to the king? Even I oh, went to the airplane. I talked about Paul. You guys talked about Paul too? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What about Paul? He got bit by a snake. Paul got bit by a snake? Yeah. So there's fire. And then the snake came and bit him. There was fire, and then the snake came and bit Paul. <laughs> yeah, in the um, but Jesus saved him. Jesus saved Paul. And he threw the snake into the fire. And Jesus threw the snake into the fire. That is just cruel. What? <gasps> Excuse me. What if that was Kershaw? It wasn't. <laughs> yeah, but what if it was? I don't know that Paul ever knew Jesus, but I don't know. That's all right. I'll take that with Paul. You need to talk to your teacher. What are they teaching you in there? <laughs> so that's what you learned about? Yeah, that's so true. Okay. It is!
That's what he learned about. My I bl- teacher said that. Okay. That's well, fine. That's fine. Well, thanks for he telling us that. He got the wrong name, actually. <laughs> I think thanks. you got the wrong name. Thanks for telling us what you learned about, Zach. Thank you. Mom? I did not learn a lot today. I mean, the first hour, there were some testimonies that I actually really liked. I love to see babies. So that was fun. And then the second hour, I was busy with the kids. And then afterwards, we talked about what we're going to do for primary program. So it was kind of just busy, 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 meeting. Busy, busy, busy me. Dad, how was it for you? There were a few good parts that I enjoyed. It was good to see again. They were visiting for baby blessing. That was nice. And then a few people said welcome back to me. That was nice. A few people said welcome back to me, too. Yeah, we've been (laughs) gone. We've been gone for a while. A few other good things I liked when he blessed his baby he said have the courage to do the right thing even when the right thing isn't popular oh, yeah, I heard that too. and I like that because that's that's something that I really really believe in and think is really important and then another lady in her testimony quoted Sister Hinckley and I didn't write down the quote exactly but it said simplify our lives decide where you want to go and proceed be content with who you who we are Jackson that decide where we want to go and proceed that reminded me of you with teaching yourself how to play killer queen on guitar because like you don't have the the sheet music for that song so you wrote it out yourself and you decided this is what I want to do and you went and you did it and that's when things that's when you learn is when you do things like that. So I really liked that quote. There was another quote that I really liked in Sunday school that said, hang on the walls of your mind the memory of your successes. Take counsel of your strength, not your weakness. So focus on the focus on the good stuff, basically, is what it's saying. I really like that a lot. I, I think it's important to, to primarily focus on good, but when there is something that's difficult, I don't believe we should ignore it. I don't believe that we should just say, well, I'm only going to focus on the good stuff because things can't improve unless you recognize things that don't work for you and you work to improve them. So one of the things I wanted to tell you that was difficult for me in Sunday school, a lot of the focus of the conversation was on we are better than everyone else. That was the lesson? A lot of the focus on the lesson was on that. It's not good enough to be a good person. It's not good enough to to serve. There's more to to life than that. And rather than focus on being a good person and helping others, the entire focus on the lesson is we are right. This is why, and that's why. This is why that makes us better. I don't ever want this family to think that we're better than anyone for any reason. Because we're not. (laughs) If we think that we're better, we're not going to let anyone outside of our four walls, outside of this house, we're not going to let anyone teach us anything. We'll go into every single conversation thinking that we're better than them and they don't have anything to offer us. One of the things that, honestly, guys, I'll, I'll be just totally, totally honest. 
one of the hardest parts about attending church for me is when the world is talked about as being very, very bad and that we have to resist the world because there are things in the world that are really scary and really bad. And two mass shootings. There were two mass shootings Anywhere. just in the last... In Ohio and in, and in Texas. Texas. There are there are good things and bad things in the world. And guess what? There are good things and bad things in Utah. There are good things and bad things at church. I am more comfortable now than I was a few years ago hearing things at church and saying, I don't really agree with that. I think that's actually not a great thing to teach. And this is one of those things. The world has amazing things to teach us, very good things to teach us. And if we think that we're better than the world, we'll never learn those things because we'll always think that we're better and we're not. (laughs) We absolutely can help people and we can teach people things as well, but don't let that get in the way of learning from what others want to teach us. So the second hour for me was, was fine. It was, I didn't speak up because I don't think anyone there has any bad intentions. They're not trying to say anything hurtful or harmful. They don't know that there may be others in the room that don't quite agree. And they, you know, why should they know that? Because they're at church and pretty much everybody feels that way. And that's, that's fine. I mean, that's why I I don't go much anymore. But even in those hard moments, there were things that I could take away and that were helpful. And so that was, that was my experience. Thank you for listening, everybody. Well, I think it's helpful for us to have conversations as a family about what is working and what is not working. Not just about church, but about everything. What's working for the food that we eat. Well, we we make this way too much and we don't like it, so can we try something else? What's working and what's not working at school? I want to have... School's about to start pretty soon. Sooner than anyone wants. Well, not soon enough for mom no, and dad. not soon enough. But when school starts, we want you to be able to feel like it's a normal thing to sit down and talk about what's working and what's not working at school. If someone's bullying you, if a teacher isn't treating you fairly, um, a new friend that you met that you really like and you want to invite over, like we want to, we want to know about all that stuff, all the good and all the hard. We want to know about it. So I think that this is a really good way of sitting down and going through all of that. So thank you for taking the time. I know, boys, I know it's hard to express yourself and so sometimes just saying it was boring like it's hard to get more detailed than that so thank you for doing your best to do that today mm-hmm. I, we don't we don't always go and not everybody goes every time and that's fine we'll, we'll just take it a week at a time i didn't think today was anything that i couldn't do again so let's just keep talking about things okay mm-hmm. mom any last words you just you guys you're lucky you have you have your dad you are there are not a lot of dads that will sit and do things that 
are hard for them or talk to their kids about this stuff. I hope you feel like you can tell us anything. Do you guys feel like you can tell us anything? No. You don't want to? No, not everything. Like what girlfriend. <laughs> oh, snap, Aiden. Like what, Aiden? Like, secrets. Okay. Secrets. Well, you can, like if you secrets. are keeping someone else a secret, we're not, we don't expect you to tell us. Are you, yeah. Is that they what have, you're talking about? They have to is, be super Is keeping super someone else a secret? One thing that we don't want to have happen is we don't want to overreact when you do tell us things. Jackson, you're very honest with with stuff that happens at school, with and and I love that. And so, like, I if you've done something or thought something or feel something that you're worried we're going to be upset about, I hope that we haven't created a situation at home where you don't feel like you can tell us stuff because we, you know, we do want to tell us stuff. And if you want to pull one of us aside rather than both of us at the same time, so it's a little more private. And personal, that's cool. We're happy to do that too. That doesn't mean you have to tell us everything. You guys have your own lives. We get it. It's totally fine. Everyone's. We just want you to tell us, like. We just like when you tell us stuff. We like when you tell us. Stuff. Yeah. Just about your day or whatever. It doesn't have to be secret. Counter time. Counter time. Have to be secret, but super secret. But you guys. <laughs> I hope you I hope you appreciate your dad because I really appreciate him. I do too. And I appreciate that he came with us to church and I know it's hard for him. And I know that he wasn't going to. And then when once we talked about it, he came with us and like the bishop said something to me. He was like Love seeing Ellen. And like, yeah. He's gonna just see how he feels and he goes I hope he doesn't feel ostracized. I hope he doesn't feel like he can't he can't come because we love seeing him. And I said, yeah, I don't. He's like, I said, he doesn't, or else he wouldn't come. So it's really hard for Dad to come, and so I'm grateful that he decided to because he wanted to, and then came. And he's way better at communicating than I am. I'm sorry if I get short with you or I just, like, yell or, like, I don't listen. My first instinct isn't that. And Dad's is. So, I love you. Love you too, Mom. Does this mean we're not going to church anymore? What? Does this mean we're not going to church anymore? No. (laughs) This, uh, this, us sitting here talking about this stuff does not mean that we're making a decision. Can we make a decision Either Either way. No, you guys, here's the thing. There will be weeks where we don't go. There will be weeks where we do. There will be weeks that you go with mom and I don't go. That'll happen. Probably not many of those. Here's, here's maybe, like, maybe like... Where, like... Let's say that we didn't go to this church. I would still want to get something out of, like... You know, talking about being better people or Jesus or whatever it may be. So just because we, like, we don't stop one thing just so that we can have two extra hours to ourselves. Believe it or not, church, church does help you, help you 
become a better person. It does for me. Not saying you can't get that from, like, going somewhere, you know, like, going to a... You can get that from going to a different church. You can get that from a lot of activities. The goal isn't to just stop doing something that's boring. That's not the goal here. The goal is to find good ways of feeling like you're part of a community and you are getting something out of it. That's why I still go, because I still get a lot out of it. Today, not so much. Cause... Yeah, you can't win them all. Ten minutes. Alright. Should we have some lunch? Should everyone go change their clothes? That's two. Should we just, what should we do? Snack and then Snack. have...